Hey guys, welcome to Talk with Sarah, a podcast inspired by the youth where we cultivate a community of different race and tribe to serve God's purpose in our generation, living a yielded life. Just imagine what the world would be if we all, I mean all, lived out our purpose. Let's Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to Talk with Sarah. I am so, so glad to have you back on board. Thank you for always being there, for always reposting, sharing, liking. You guys are the best and I wouldn't trade you for anything, absolutely anything. Without you, there is no talk with Sarah. So thank you so, so much. So let's get right into today's episode. Today's episode is I believe, but, so that is the phrase for today. Anyways, that phrase means doubt. And this is one phrase that we say without even knowing. I can't count how many times I have said, I believe, but, you know, as believers, we all have gone through the feeling of doubt, like in our work with God, feeling like Maybe God is not there or is it true that if I say things will come to pass? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Sometimes it might even be, it might happen as a result of maybe some things that must have happened in our lives and we'll now start to question what we believe in or what we actually know. The truth is doubt is a natural thing. It happens to everybody. It happens to everybody on this earth. But The question is, what do you do when the question creeps into your face? When doubt creeps into your face, what do you do? Do you let it germinate into unbelief or do you uproot it with his words? In James 1 verse 6 to 8, which is our anchor text for today, it says, But he must ask in faith, without doubting God's willingness to help. For the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. For such a person ought not to think or expect that he will receive anything at all from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, and everything he thinks feels decides wow first off the major thing is it says that someone who doubts or lacks faith should not think or expect that he will receive anything at all from the lord do you know why that is because he is double-minded and god does not do a double-minded person he doesn't do one leg in, one leg out. If you are in, be in fully. If you are are out, be out fully. And if you can remember, there there was an episode I did on middle ground. So that's just what he's saying. If you are for him, be for him. If you are against him, be against him. But I'm sure we are all for him in Jesus' name and it will help us grow and mature in his love. And that is why he likened the person who doubts to a wave of the sea and the wave of the sea is in a state of continual agitation anxiety fear 
worry and all sorts. One day that person can be filled with so much belief and hope. Like person is so pumped up. I know that I'm going to achieve this. I know that God can do this for me. And the next minute, the person is sinking by despair. And that shows that that person is unstable, restless, and driven by the issues of life. Like, and not the one who evil gives life. The world is ruled by men of great conviction. They are not driven by what people say. They are not driven by how life presents itself. But they are driven by what they know and what they believe. And that is how they become great. That is how they are able to persuade and bring people into what they believe. But if our own belief is not complete, how can we preach the gospel to people? You can believe that Jesus was raised from the dead or is your Lord. But if you don't do what he says... You are operating in unbelief. I can know about his word. I can read about his words and know that he said that I am more than a conqueror. I can know that he said that if I call upon him, he will answer me. But when my faith is put to test is when the situation comes and I actually stand on that word without wavering, without doubting. And that is when the word of God becomes live and active in us. But they are just letters if we don't do anything about it. If we just know it, put it in our heads, cram it because we want to win Bible quiz or stuff like that. But it becomes something and has meaning once we see it in our lives. Like practically, we have experienced it. And the only way we can do that is when we are faced with that situation that prunes our faith, that wants to contend with what God has said concerning our life and we use that word and trust me you would overcome you would definitely overcome and that is why I think they say that it's only the part of the Bible that you believe in that will work for you that's the truth that is the truth it's only the part of the Bible that you believe in that will work for you if you believe that God is your provider God will continually be your provider but if you don't believe that you can raise someone from the dead you can never ever because you already concluded in your heart that hey sarah that one is not for me let me maintain my position but he said greater works shall we do so it's just crowns it all to say that believing is a conscious effort you choose to believe you choose to have faith even when it seems like like nothing is happening, but you choose to believe. Because it's not based on what your eyes can see. It's based on what he has said. And what he has said will definitely come into manifestation with time. So I would like to give you ways in which you can overcome unbelief. When you are faced with unbelief, when doubt comes and crowds your mind. First off, Know God's will. It says in Romans 10 verse 17, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The devil only plays on our ignorance. Once he sees that we don't know what God has in store for us, we are not in the know at all. He starts to play on our ignorance. He starts to give us Ah, the devil is stupid. 
it starts to make us feel worthless and make us feel like God doesn't care about us at all. But once we know God's will and we know that it's forever present, when the devil evil comes and tries to play on our ignorance, he will run because we will defeat him by his words, by the word of God. The second one is, you can overcome unbelief by rejecting fear. It says in Philippians 4 verse 6, Do not be anxious for anything, but in prayer and supplication make your request known to God. Fear would keep you from the promises of God, even if you know what they are. That's the way fear works. Fear, fear is very, very destructive and it steals it makes you feel inferior. It makes you feel like there is nothing you can amount to. There is nothing you can do. You know that God says that you can do certain things, but you cannot come out of that fear because you feel like, I don't know, it just beclouds all your thinking because you are afraid. And the only way to get rid of that fear is canceling it with faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which is still knowing God's will. The third one is by believing in God's love. In John 4 verse 16, it says, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. We have known. We have not only known, but we have now believed the love that God has for us. And perfect love casts away all fears. So if you can know God's will, believe it without a doubt, refuse to fear and receive the unending love of God, you will overcome unbelief and receive what you desire, what God has promised for you. God doesn't want you to depend on your job. He doesn't want you to depend on your strength or your family member, but he wants you to depend on him. Believe in God, trust Him with all of your heart and not just some of it. Because there is nothing, absolutely nothing, you can't have when you believe in God. There is absolutely nothing. That is the way He loves us. He wants to bless us. He wants to give us things. But if we keep on living in ignorance, I mean, if we keep thinking that there are some things that we can do and some things we cannot do, it will be difficult for us to come into his into the manifestation that he has called us to walk in it will be difficult for us to enter into the promises that he has for us because we are still in unbelief we are still controlled by how we feel what we think i'm not saying it's it's not a good thing to think but but always back it up with the word of god like i said earlier it's not easy but with god it is easy. Trust in Him. Believe in Him. And there is nothing you can't have when you believe in God. So guys, I hope this message helps you go through life and realize that living a surrendered life is not the best way to live, but it is the only way to live. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at talkwithsarah.com podcast or mail me sarah or walker eight at gmail.com or walker is spelled o-w-o-k-a eight
as in number eight at gmail.com. Feel free to send me any of your questions, anything you want to talk about, and I would reply. See you on Mondays and Thursdays by 4 p.m. Always remember to tune in. You got that? Always remember. All right, God loves you, I love you, and keep living a yielded life. Bye.